Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, uh, we're going to have a short conversation about conditioning and fitness, and really just kind of shed some light on this common sports performance topic, discussing really how they're related and different, and it's not really, fitness doesn't really mean conditioning and vice versa. So if you felt confused by this before, don't. Don't, you're not alone. This is a very common uh, misconception throughout the whole entire sports performance community. Um, this isn't just a moto thing that people get confused on or hung up on. Uh, just common, uh, very common knowledge in, in my world that I think the general public just kind of gets confused on. So to kind of get rolling into this, um, let's first discuss what really fitness is. Like, like what is fitness? And to be honest, fitness means a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, which athletes are more fit, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, like those conversations are really point, pointless to have because fitness, like I said, it means a lot of things. Fitness is, um, it's like has all these subcomponents of, you know, you have aerobic abilities, um, which would be like even your energy system. So um, broken down. So just to, to measure aerobic abilities, you know, you look at like what's your resting heart rate, VO2 max, anaerobic threshold. There's also just different, um, you know, lactate measurements and alactic measurements. We won't really get into that. Um, it's really not too relatable to uh, motocross, but there's also strength abilities. And in, within strength abilities, you have max strength, strength endurance, you know, you have power output. You also have flexibility, mobility. Um, if you want to kind of add, um, some people might go as far as like nutrition with certain substrates, um, how they are going to affect your performance, but that's kind of one other topic. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much fitness is a lot of different abilities and the sad truth is you can't have all of the abilities in one area or in all areas, I should say. So you can't have the aerobic abilities of a ultra marathon runner and the, you know, power and strength abilities of, you know, an elite power lifter would, um, you know, things kind of get spread out, you know, you kind of like, you can't just like use it all up. So you, that's where fitness kind of comes in play as far as like managing all these different fitness abilities to improve your conditioning, which we'll talk about in a second. But for you, what you want to think of is fitness is like upgrading your bike with better parts so that it can run and operate better so that you can eventually push your bike at faster paces and that it's going to handle better the way you want it to handle. Um, that's the same thing. Being fit means a lot of things. So like, um, you know, when it comes to, um, when it comes to fitness, like it's not really a question of who's more fit. It's how fit you are for what you're doing. So like we can easily say that an elite thrower has exceptional, you know, power output could be just as fit as an elite marathon runner who has incredible endurance. Um, you know, like there's no, we can't really say like just because the elite marathon runner is using endurance that, and they run longer, that makes them more fit. Um, it doesn't work that way. Um, so again, just kind of think of fitness 
is the abilities is like different components to your body um, upgrading different components to your body just like we would be upgrading different components to your dirt bike um, so what is conditioning now and basically this is the ability ability to utilize your fitness abilities for any of your giving competition environment so you know your sport demands which would be racing a dirt bike and so with that being said like you know we can sit here and say that lance armstrong and mike michael phelps especially in their primes they had a lot of endurance and that's one you know fitness quality but that doesn't mean you could just throw them on a dirt bike and that they could just pound out laps you know with uh with the best athletes in the world um or just like they would in their own discipline of swimming or road biking. Um, so just because you're fit doesn't mean you're conditioned for the sport. Uh, they would probably both be really sore after riding a dirt bike if they could. And, um, you know, they want to be able to really display their true fitness. They would kind of just blend in with the rest of, um, you know, assuming they could ride a dirt bike, they would just kind of blend in with, you know, the normal average guys. Uh, they wouldn't really look anywhere near like an Eli Tomac, Ken Roxon, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so what does all this mean? So what we kind of already have up to this point, we've, you know, we've broken down fitness. We understand that fitness means a lot of things. It's a lot of different tools that you can have. It's different components that we're going to build. But we use all these components to help meet the sport demands. So that would be your conditioning. So this all means like, like strength equals conditioning, mobility equals conditioning, because you have to be in a, you know, hit certain range of motions. You know, if you can't put your leg out, that's going to affect your conditioning in some level. Um, if you can't move your, your arm or your shoulder properly, that's going to affect your conditioning. It's going to, it's going to rob energy from you. It's an energy suck. Um, and of course, aerobic endurance is conditioning. That's what a lot of people think initially when they say conditioning, they just think of aerobic endurance or cardio, um, you know, for even worse terms, but you need to know how, how much of all these abilities you need. And again, like you can't max everything out to its full potential. Like ev all of them kind of rob from each other a little bit. So you have to kind of know how to like blend these abilities in to meet the demands of the sport. To be honest, that's the tricky part. That's what takes years to learn to know how to do as a coach. Um, but that's what conditioning is. And it's also the ability to perform the sport. If you cannot perform the sport, your conditioning will suffer severely. Um, so you have to also realize that, you know, you need to match up your fitness and your conditioning for maximal results. Um, so again, we want to go back to, let's go back to the performance, um, fitness being performance parts. Just because you upgrade your bike doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get faster. There might be some lag time that you're going to have to get used to this new power or this new part that you put on. So think like you had sock suspension on your dirt bike, you're riding it. Then all of a sudden, somehow you get your hands on factory suspension, you know, the best stuff. Um, you know, it's going to take some time for you to get used to actually the best stuff. You know, it's there, you know, it's good, but it may take time for you to really allow your skill sets to maximally, uh, utilize that factory suspension the way it's supposed to be. Um, so there might be a lag time in riding performance when you start improving your, um, fitness. 
Um, so this is not uncommon for like you start improving your fitness, but you know, you, you almost like, you know, your fitness is improving. You feel better. You feel stronger. You feel more well conditioned, but you don't feel like the 20 minutes is any easier. It's because the conditioning is not caught up with your new riding outputs on the track. Um, that's very common. I've heard this from my guys. They'll come in and they start feeling stronger and they say, yeah, I can ride my bike harder and I feel like I can throw down more fast lap times, but the conditioning aspect of it, because they can ride better, their, their outputs are higher. Um, their overall endurance or just like conditioning of the moto, they may not actually feel like they hit like this whole new stride yet, but they're on their way and they can't really piece together. I feel better. I could do things on my bike. I could turn better. I could jump, you know, further, things like that. Um, but they feel like they kind of like, they might tap out at the same time as they used to. Um, but good things are happening, but it's like a lag time you have to be prepared for and understand. Um, so what do you need to do with this information that I've kind of laid out for you so far? Um, it's kind of a lot. It's a lot of like abstract, you know, conversations. Unfortunately, that's when it comes to training and performance, a lot of stuff, you know, if you're not speaking to one individual, it has to be kind of, kind of really kept more abstract and more like talking about theory and understanding like concepts more so than me telling you exactly what to do. Um, so what do you need to do with this information? What I've talked about is you have to understand that you got to be sure to train all the physical components to optimize your conditioning. So you have to think of, okay, what all fitness abilities do I need in order to be the best dirt bike racer that I can be? And you know, hopefully we're going to have the conversation of obviously you're going to have aerobic endurance and hopefully you're going to need to know that, you know, you need some strength performance. You need to have a certain level of mobility. And, you know, that's why I say like road biking alone will not cut it. I don't actually hate on cycling. I think cycling is good. I think it's a great, um, you know, means for a lot of different methods. Um, it's really low impact. So I think it's good. I just don't think that in the world where some people think this is the only thing you need to do, um, those racers are out there. There's some good racers that some really good racers that just operate like this. And, you know, it's really just one piece of the pie as far as like physical prep, um, goes when you're optimizing your conditioning. Um, so that's why I just say alone, that alone is not going to cut it for you. Um, and yeah, if you're familiar with my programs and, and how I coach my clients, um, we do do a fair amount of strength training and that's not because, um, I played football and that's all I'm comfortable with and familiar with and things like that. But, uh, we do strength training because athletes need to be strong and that's how you get athletes strong. Um, so make sure you understand what abilities you need to be working at and you want to improve as many of those abilities as you can with the, the right mixture. Number two, you need to make sure that you're riding in your bike in conjunction with your bike workouts off the bike workouts. I'm, I'm apologize about that. Um, so your riding skills need to be at least equal to your fitness levels or not greater. Um, so your fitness levels, you could be in the best fitness levels of your life, but if your riding suffers, you are not going to allow your fitness levels to actually shine because your bike skills, like that's the end product is how you're supposed to look on the bike. If you're not, if your riding is not good or it's not up to par, but your fitness levels are, you're not going to be able to fully express your fitness levels the way you truly want to. 
because your inefficiency on the bike, you just simply will not allow your fitness to shine. There'll just be this huge roadblock. Um, this also works like in the other direction with people that have really low fitness levels, but their skill level is so great that they look like they're in awesome shape. It's just because they're so efficient on the bike and they use so little energy that um, basically that's what carries them through the race is their talent. Um, so that's why you hear of people that barely train or they, they really don't follow any diet and they eat whatever they want, but they go out and maybe they smoke you and you try really hard. At the end of the day, they may just be a really good rider that really uses very little energy to get around the track. And that happens. Um, for those people that are like that and they don't train, well, you know, it's kind of one of them conversations, like imagine how good they could be kind of scenarios. Uh, and thirdly, um, be patient. If you start a program, if you start training, or even if you get from like, you get off an old program onto a new one, um, there might be some lag time in your track performance, but keep working and be patient, especially if you know you're starting to cover more of a basis than you previously were. Um, it could take up to possibly six months of training and riding together to really see some huge breakthroughs, but be sure like, you know, you'll, you'll feel good along the way, but there may just be a little bit of lag time until your fitness and your riding conditioning kind of syncs up together. Um, that's not uncommon. So just, like I said, be patient. Uh, that's it for today though. Um, I do want to let you know that to be on the lookout, I'm going to be offering a very affordable service where I'll be sending you weekly workouts that are specifically designed to help motocross and off-road racers improve their physical preparation and conditioning. So this really is going to include a lot of things that I've been discussing that you'll get. You'll have um, access to a lot of the same methods and exercise that I use with all my pros and amateur racers. Um, you know, really it's going to be programs based around my philosophy that will help you out. Um, so I don't have an exact date that that'll be ready. I'm working on it right now, but like I said, it'll be very soon that that'll all be coming so that you guys can hop on this thing on the off season and get rolling for, uh, 2021. Uh, but until then, be sure to check out my website, jytraining.com for more information. Uh, take care and we will talk soon. Later. <laughs>